Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an antidote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, so whenever we're going places, sometimes it's a Craigslist run, mm -hmm. and there's like there's a reason why we're going to this obscure place. Uh, sometimes we're it's just a vacation, and we're just trying to have a good time. But almost every time Tim is driving, he's a... Like I said, he's got a trucker background, so he's just more comfortable with it, I guess, and he's better at it. Mm -hmm. It comes with its own um, perils. You're yes. safer on the road, but you stop at the truck stop, mm. and there's there's nonsense. There's shenanigans. They just do things differently. Truckers? Yeah, truckers. Yes. And not necessarily my husband, but the trucker stories are the an best. entity unto their own. Yes. Yeah. Like some of the very best. Some of the very best. He's told me a story about a guy it was actually a relative and he's driving a truck down a highway and a woman um, a man radios back on a trucker radios back that he needs some help this is like i-10 going through south louisiana and oh, texas yes. where it's just, just bridge yep it's forever just a, a the longest bridge low, i've ever been on yes low-sided bridge over like bayou swampy waters mm-hmm so the guy is on this bridge, and he messages back that he's going to need some help. So Uncle Oscar slows down as he approaches the truck. He's going to just stop and help him out. I think the guy said he just needed some chains. Mm. And he pulls up, and the guy's like, here's what happened. Um, picked up this lady at the truck stop, mm -hmm. a.k.a. a lot lizard, which yes. was a vocabulary word for me, but that is a thing. I don't know what the technical term that everybody wants to use is, but lot lizard. Yeah. Um, and she's in the truck, and, you know, whatever situation was going on, she decided that she needed him to pull over so she could step out of the truck. Hmm. And he pulls over. She opens the door. She steps out without looking, and she just steps no. over the side of the bridge all the way down into the bayou, which, again, most of this is not a terribly long fall. Right, right. 10 or 20 feet, perhaps, right. but you're landing in a bayou. Right. Snakes, 
uh, gators, turtles. Yes. And large mosquitoes. All of these things. Oh, poor lady. Um, and so it's nighttime. Oh, no. Yeah. And she falls straight into the bayou and she's like, you know, yelling and screaming. So he pulls up with his chains and they lower them down and they start to like lift her out. And she is yelling and screaming and cussing them for everything they're worth to get her out of there. And yeah. they pull and the... And she's still cussing, and they just get kind of tickled because that's kind of funny. <laughs> and they, they get so tickled that they, they drop her back down no. into there. Yeah. And so then they're hoisting her back up again, and she's yelling, and she's cussing, and she's screaming, and they g- giggle again, and they drop her back no. in there. And so it's this episode of her going, like, up and down, up and down <laughs> into the bayou at night. No. I mean, I'm sure they finally got her out of there, but I stored that away into my list of reasons to never become a lot lizard. Yes. Never hang out on the I-10 bridge at night. Be careful where you s- stepping out of your vehicle. Um, there's just a lot of lessons. And let's let's also think if you do end up being a lot lizard that gets that steps over a bridge. Careful on how much you yell, because the dudes that are trying to rope you out via chain may find that humorous and then and, and, and she, drop you oh, right she had we, endlessly like right, the hollywood tower of terror up and down, <laughs> right into, and down into the that swampy bayou so awful a next level nightmare i'd say I, I agree like i honestly going over a bridge not knowing how far down it is that's terrifying jumping into an abyss in the, any it, any capacity any where you don't yes. know yeah. yeah yeah that's horrible horrible uh horrible and then by the way, horrible is a combination of horrifying and horrible. Can That's, we register right that right now? It's on the Sunny Side Up podcast. I feel like we will trademark it. We will submit it to yeah. Merriam-Webster for acceptance. But that is how it's pretty horrible. Yeah, like that's how Lewis Carroll got several words into his dictionaries. Just use them. That's right. Yeah. That's how. Like, have you ever read the Jabberwocky? It's just full of all all these little words. They make sense when you're reading them that they're not even real words, but then because they make so much sense, it just becomes words, and people believe you if you say it with enough conviction. That's true. You can get you can get anything to. I'm a little bit of a word Nazi. Um, I'm not. I know. No, but you're you're fantastic with words, so I've never had to like correct you yes you have i have when did i correct you i mispronounced experiential really how do you say how do you mispronounce experiential i don't remember i just mispronounced it and you corrected it gosh haven't that... mispronounced it since then so thanks for that <laughs> i guess and i feel so bad it's like it is my tourette's like i can't like someone it could was be... helpful it was your contribution you. to making the world better is I'm to trying. just educate people yeah little yeah. drops of knowledge I like that. But you're right. There are people who I've seen like like they're lecturing or they're teaching and they're confidently using a word incorrectly to the point where you're like, you sh- at first you're like, they're definitely wrong. And then like they double down on that word and you're like, maybe I'm, I'm right. Yeah. Well, like he chortled in his joy, I think is the line out of the Jabberwocky. Chortled became a word after he used it. But you know exactly. Wait, or, wait, 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 wait. Or the, chortled was not a word before him? I don't think so. But wow. the entire thing, like, um, let's see, twas brillig in the slithy toves to gyre and jimble in the wave. All mimsy were the boar groves and the moan wraths out grave. I'm trying to think through what yeah. some of the words were, but he, the Jabberwock, and it burbles as it comes. And you kind of know mm. what that movement what are words called? Or he moved around officially, and because like, burble is a word I've used. Um, because, but what are what are words 
that what is that called? Like onomatopoeia. Extreme exaggeration. No, no, no. That's Onoma- hyperbole. That's hyperbole. You're going back to the sixth grade vocabulary list for me. I know. Onomatopoeia, I think, aren't those words that are the same forward and backwards? Then there's another kind of word where the word sounds like, what. in other words, when you say a dog bark, or you say he roofed, like roof, that's where the word and the thing, so burble is a word that is... The word when you say the word, it's it, the sound that it's he's the making. Sound, which, like in a lot of languages, that's what the word is. And there's a there's a word that means that. And I mm. I don't know, I can't remember what it is. Um, I like I like I like when words do that though. You know, they sound they like what they you, should be. Yeah, they put mm-hmm. you in the story. And then you can read what they are in other languages, like what they ascribe to animal sounds. And sometimes mm. they get it so much more accurate yeah. than what what we do. You're yeah. like, have you even? heard or a frog before you decide right. that that was the correct yeah way to describe it croak or whatever but so, some countries just do did a better job of describing their animal sounds than we are you got to sing all their kids songs to learn it though yeah I'm, I, that's probably where i tap out i should go back and make a disclaimer about the truckers because not all of the trucker stories are seedy hmm. like i don't want to disparage the trucking industry no. with by leaving it with one of the most encouraging stories that i was a part of hmm. involved a lady who was trying to become a trucker yeah i was um working in the ged department of an adult education program at a junior college mm-hmm. i was helping people to take their exams i was working in the testing room and there was a lady that came in and uh there was a me problem because i was a little annoyed because she would um she would schedule it inconveniently right Mm. so it was just kind of i was like she was just a little annoying with the way she was kind of erratic with wanting to come in and take it suddenly or after Mm -hmm. hours or whatever but i didn't ask a lot of questions i would just schedule for it and get to it she got to the end of the test. The GED was a four-part exam. It tested four major subject areas, and if you could pass all of those four, um, you had three tries on each subject area. Dang. And if you couldn't pass it within three tries, then there's a couple of months waiting period before you could take it again. Re-up. And over a period of time, I think it would even expire, and you might have to retake the other sections. But hmm. she had passed three subjects, and she was down to the last subject, and she Took it and almost passed, but not quite. First I think, time. yeah, and I think she took she retested and almost passed, but not quite. And so she's up against the third test, and again she's scheduling it at the most inconvenient times and mm. without a lot of notice. And so I was, you know, just trying to be patient with it. And then I, I heard her story. Mm. She let me know that the reason she was kind of coming in why it was so urgent. She was in a very, very, very bad relationship. Wow. And she needed to escape. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So she packed um, all of the things that were most important to her in a vehicle, mm. drove to the testing center. Wow. She had already lined up with the trucking company to get an over-the-road trucking job, which yeah. they'll pair you with another trucker to train for, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the first couple of months. Yep. So she would have somebody with her to keep her safe, yep. but she would be away. Wow. And she had all of her things packed in her car downstairs. Wow. All she needed to secure that job was to pass this last section of the GED so she could lock it down. And if she didn't pass it, she didn't know what she was going to do because she'd, she'd just walked out and she couldn't go back. Yeah, wow. And that's 
that was probably the most intense testing moment of my entire life. Yeah, because you're like, this girl has to pass. Would Everything have, mattered. Would you have considered like jumping in and like, uh, hey, uh, you know that one over there, Mark? Man, I wish we okay. don't even go into the room. Like okay. they have to go okay. in there and take yeah. it by themselves. But also, it was the section of math which I'm going to be nobody's lifeline. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like okay. high school algebra is Ooh, no. not my spiritual no. gift. No. But she goes in, she comes out, and at this point. We all once we all knew the story. You're all rooting for her. The teachers were holding our breath, and the score came in, and it was a pass. And she fell out of her chair oh with gosh. a wail. Like I don't know if you've ever heard a true yeah, wail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And collapsed in the floor in tears and cried. We all, we all were crying. That's beautiful. And then we like pick her up. <laughs> And quickly, she goes downstairs where the friend was waiting in the getaway car wow. to, to, to drive her and drop her off wow. directly into the truck where the wow. job was waiting on her, her ticket to freedom. Isn't that something? Yeah. And I see trucks driving on the road sometimes, and I just wonder, like, is there a woman who's yeah. riding to her freedom in uh, that well, truck right I've, now? Well, I've heard that, uh, I don't know what the numbers are, but obviously it was, at, at one point, it was almost exclusively a male industry and yeah. over the last like couple of decades females have become more prevalent and uh, they're great drivers because mm -hmm. women are typically more conscientious follow rules better blah 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 so yeah that's actually that's actually really cool hello lovely friends thank you so much for hanging out with us and it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast. Just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.